Welcome back to Divided We Stand. I'm Victoria Lang. I'm here with Joe Aguirre and Rob from I'll Piss You Off shortly. Just like every week, you already knew that. You already knew that. And this week, I wanted to kind of start off from like a part two from last week because, you know, I'm sure you all saw we got kind of heated. And I feel like this is something that shouldn't go unmentioned because I haven't seen literally anybody talk about it. And a lot of the stuff that we talked about last week, like I heard through the grapevine like i definitely heard other people um talking about it first thanks for that and um i have literally not heard anybody talking about this so first of all i don't know if y'all know who jake paul is anybody uh, we do yeah we do oh yeah is that the dude that fought um he fought ben Askren. wait and he just fought he fought again this weekend right or was that the aaron carter fight no 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 no, no he um yeah, he was the one that fought uh, and knocked out Nate Robinson, and now he just knocked out uh, Ben, ben Askren. Yeah. I so, hate Jake Paul. If I hope that's the question. Right. <laughs> like, that's kind of the whole big thing, is I think everybody already hated Jake Paul, and he doesn't care, and I feel like that's, like, the scariest thing about it, is he already has had so many things that has nothing to do with these allegations, but, like, all of his neighbors, like, came out and were like, yeah, he literally set our entire neighborhood on fire and, like, traumatized my kids and, like, had a bunch of meet and greets at his house and, like, totally put all of our safety in danger. And now it's coming out that he made a girl sign an ND that's a non-disclosure agreement yeah that's what it stands yep. for at the door when she came to his at the time team 10 house that was like his big collab group so there was a bunch of different people in the house too and right at the door um he took her picture and stuff and basically said you cannot say anything about what goes on in this house and then he proceeded to perform sexual acts on her unwanted and um, these are all still allegations, but the question that I have is with all of these allegations, do you think that he should still be hosted by these platforms, being able to fight these big name people? Like it's clearly for pub publicity too, because this Ben Askren isn't even a boxer and he clearly only fought him just so he could get like, Oh, I knocked out this guy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. why is this allowed? Right. Yeah, I don't know. I hate it. I hate every second of it. Well, I think, of course, it's a money play. We'll see what happens. Um, we we already know what happens is like I'm sure this is all backed by Triller, right? Um, yeah, all these all these fights and stuff. <clears throat> so w w when there's money in play, of course they're gonna have a certain like opinion. I mean, they're gonna have a certain view on it. So I think they're gonna let this kind of play out and see what happens. Of course, because it's quote unquote allegations, which is. We, we, you know what I mean? That, that's anyway, any corporate or big money business does, unfortunately. Um, do I think that's right? No. Um, I think at any point, especially if it's kind of like allegations like this, uh, a company like Triller should, you know, kind of like put, put a hold on things for a little bit, uh, especially after this fight, and then just kind of like let things play out how they, uh, how they may. Um, I don't know. But I, 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 not, I don't even know who he was. All I remember was he was Nate Robinson's guy. Or the guy that knocked out Nate Robinson. But outside of that, it sounds like as far as like the NDA stuff, that's pretty much typical in the industry like that. Um, not saying that it's right. It's nasty. Like mm -hmm. if I have to go somewhere and, and girls, you know, women, anybody, right? <clears throat> like if you have to go somewhere and like 
you have to turn in your phone and sign like NDAs. And do you really think that's the place you want to be? Like, how much clout are you looking for? Or, right. You know I mean? In the terms of like, and it's I like. I can understand if you're hanging out with a celebrity and it's like they tell you that they're pregnant and then they make you sign an NDA or something like that. But like exactly. when it comes to a literal crime, like I'm sure everybody knows, but like an NDA holds absolutely no weight, no matter who makes you sign it. Like if there's a crime involved or they tell you that they murdered somebody or they do something like that to you, obviously you can come forward and say something no matter what you sign. But that seems to be this girl's biggest thing when it comes to these allegations and not turning them into a possible conviction is the fact that she signed that NDA and it's still giving her problems. And I don't want to like stay on this for too long just because we did do an entire episode about this last week, but his lawyers did say that our client is aware of the recent allegations against him, while others have already began to debunk the claim alleged against him. Our client categorically denies the allegation and has every intention of aggressively disproving it and pursuing legal action against those responsible for defamation of his character. So I definitely think, according to that, he has no remorse. And I also have a question for that. How do you debunk this? How do you prove that this didn't happen? She has all the text messages. She was clearly there. So how are you going to say that didn't happen, the, what was in the room between the two of them? That is uh, absolutely absurd to me. And it is kind of scary because somebody with this amount of money and stuff like that, how do you win against them? How do you even well, that? you know, part of his statement was, you know, about something about, you know, believe women, but not this one. Mm. The one that's saying it about me. Don't believe that one. You know, I, I and and I. I don't know. There's there's something I don't know, sociopathic about that. Right. Like. Believe women, but no, that's crazy, yeah, bitch. She's totally lying. I mean, look, this is, let's be honest, it's going to be a tough case to prove, right? Yeah. You went there on your own volition, and apparently, if I understand the story correctly, she was down just for some kissing, and then, I guess, whatever he did, or, or the story goes, I, I don't know, like, that's a weird... That's a weird situation. You know what I mean? Like there's there's uh, taking advantage of people and there's, you know, outright raping somebody like a stranger, like crazy rape. I don't know what this is. What are the actual sexual allegations that he he forced that he he forced? No, no, no. He I guess he forced her to, you know, give him the old, uh, you know. He like literally he apparently he like shoved her face down and like it was really aggressive and it was clear that she didn't want it and it was clear to who though not him right well i feel like it must have been because she said stop she said i don't want to do this but that's the thing is that so it means he raped it's a really hard case but then it's it it comes down to he says well no she didn't say no she was like you know slamming home or whatever so it's gonna it's going to come to, it, this is the worst kind of rape allegation because it's literally a he said, she said. I mean, did she talk to him afterwards? Did they continue the relationship? I believe that she might have contacted him after. No, listen, I, no, listen and I, I want to be clear when I say this, it's, it's not uncommon for right, women who've absolutely. been raped to contact the, uh, uh, the alleged assailant because... 
it's almost this where you're trying to That's kind of the grooming like back. aspect of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. No, I get that. And, and, and I'm, I'm just asking because I'll be honest. I know I, I, I read some of this. I hate this guy. I was hoping somebody would knock him out. But if he goes to jail for rape, I feel like America still wins. Mm. Oh, he's going to get sure. knocked out in jail. I just don't Nobody, understand. That might be my dream scenario, to tell you the Does truth. It, my question is, does it have to be, like, why does it have to be a conviction? Like, why are these allegations enough for whoever, you said it was, what is it called, Triller? Yeah. To, like, pull away this, like, like really, I just don't understand. And even in all fairness, and I know I'll piss somebody off with this, right? Um, It's still allegations, mm -hmm. right? And somebody that had understands, you know what I'm saying, understands situations like that, where it's like, and has had to deal with like situations with soldiers having that, having allegations towards them, and then the allegations be allegations, mm -hmm. and it, when it everything unfolds, there's a deep, there's a different truth to it. You know what I'm saying? So like, not to say that's every court, every every situation, but there is a reason why it's called allegations, right? Now, I would hope that she's not lying. And I'm not, and by all means, I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that nobody should believe her or anything like that, but I'm a firm believer of like, not saying that she has to prove it. But she does. Well, it's an she allegation. It, right? it's, uh, but like, it's like, how does she, how do you prove that? And it's like, especially when you're going against somebody with that much money and it's like nobody else, if she wasn't going against Jake Paul, she wouldn't have to prove it. Do you know sure, what I'm saying? Absolutely. If he was just some regular scumbag yes. off the street. Yeah. You call the cops and you're like, he raped me and they go and they arrest him. And that guy gets a public defender who's an idiot and doesn't care. And he goes to jail. But she should still have to prove it because even well, if she does have to prove it. I mean, again, let's let's hold on, right? Let's be clear about rape allegations for a minute. Because there's rape allegations are made, and very very infrequently are they ever not true. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Most of the time they're not even reported when they're real, let alone people right. making it up. Um, and I think Oftentimes, when somebody makes up a rape allegation, it can be debunked quickly. A couple years ago, uh, one of those right-wing lunatics got some woman to claim that Robert Mueller raped her in Washington, D.C. on a particular weekend. But yet Robert Mueller was in New York that weekend. So guess what? Innocent. Right. Um, so, you know, again... This is a really difficult thing that this young lady has to prove is that she didn't do that and then decide later on she wished she hadn't. Because, you know, I don't know if you remember the Aziz Ansari situation, you know, my first. Yeah. So that was a girl who uh, they were messing around and then she was like, stop. And then they started messing around again. Stop. And then they, you know, and it's like, well, I don't know. Where's the line? Where's the... At what point do you have to leave at the before first it's like, right? You should I, go home. I'm teaching yeah. my son, or even in my mentality, even growing up, how I was raised was the first no or the first stop is the only stop. Sure. It doesn't matter. Absolutely. She comes around and she's like, no, 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 I changed. Nope. Well, Victoria, no... Victoria, Victoria I, I'm, I'd be curious your opinion because uh, when this thing came out, it was in the middle of the YouTube, uh, the Me Too stuff, and and there was a 
this that one to me seemed like a stretch. I said to my wife, I was like, I don't know that that just seemed like a lousy date. Well, you it know, just... where some things happen, it was like, that guy sucks. I wish I hadn't done that. And so, look, it's, there's a really fine line between like a rape of any sort. You know, again, something like what Jake Paul did to something like what what Deshaun Watson's accused of to like, again, like a serial rapist. But there's also this new blurred line where like, you know, well, I did that and I, sh I wish I hadn't. I, and because I feel bad like that, that makes it a rape or whatever. You know what I mean? So I feel like genuinely, if there's any question in your mind or in the aggressor's mind or the person that wants to do its mind of, is this okay? Does this person really want to do it? They probably should just not do it at that point. If you're not fully convinced that Victoria, this person wants yeah, to do it. I, I couldn't agree with you anymore. If you have to contemplate for a second, if you're doing the right thing, you're not. <laughs> right exactly like if, if that should i be doing this mind... that's the that's the devil on your left shoulder buddy like, <laughs> like knock right. that out quick like nope exactly like there's that aspect of it and then there's also if you have to do any kind of convincing to get that person to want to do it like that's not okay because a lot of the times and then they eventually agree if they if you're like come on like whatever and then no, they no, eventually wait. agree that is not is... okay no, baby, it's all right. It's all right. If you have to say Literally. it's all right, it's, it's not all, all right. right. It's not okay. It's not all right. Stop trying to tell her it's right. It's not. <laughs> she knows it. You know it. And you could say it as often as you want. Yeah. Listen, again, I I think this is a, a big part of culture. It's a big part of, of white privilege, to be honest. Because, mm. um, again, typically, if it's a black dude getting this accusation, he's already locked up. He's locked up until oh, some yeah. evidence either way. But then um, you got freaking Brock up in here who's whoop, whoop, so partying and shit. Like, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. I mean, again, and you said it before, I mean, a guy like Jake Paul, he hired the best lawyers in the world. They could kick this down the can for years, make her life miserable until right. she doesn't have any money. Well, this is the other thing, too, is that she already had an established, she had nowhere near to the following that he had, but she had, like, an established fan base and stuff like that, so it wasn't like she had much to gain from this. Like, she didn't, she didn't really, she didn't gain anything from this. So I think that that is kind of also the most telling thing but like once again and like this is the last thing that i'm gonna say about it it is really scary that this girl has to go against somebody with the amount of money and support that he does because it really could ruin her life even if it is true and it's so scary and it is really discouraging to other victims and stuff who want to share their stories because like this is the kind of stuff that could potentially happen i guess my question to anybody who doesn't generally believe accusations, especially against their favorite celebrities. Name that woman that got super famous on a fake rape allegation or that woman that made millions of dollars on a fake rape allegation. I forget her name. What's her name? <laughs> who, who was that again? Which, which woman made up a fake rape allegation and became a big movie star? I forgot. Who was that? There is none. There's there's no benefit to coming out and making a rape accusation against anybody. It's never it's never been to anybody's benefit. Uh, it's never been to anybody's not, benefit. If you're listen, if you're extorting an athlete, 
That's a different, that's a whole different topic. Okay, I thought you were saying that there is nope. no benefit at all. Nope. Oh, no, that's a whole different, that's a whole different breed of person. Okay. You know, okay. you're talking about like, um, I think you call them gold diggers. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Thought, okay, cool. We're no, good, that's, good, good. that's a whole, we could do a show on that for sure. Next time we talk about uh, Rosanna Baroli there, the catch me outside girl, we could talk about. Rosanna Baroli! I don't care what her name is, I'll be honest. Oh I'm, I've, already, I've already forgotten it, and I'm, I'm going to go out of my way to not remember it. It, it doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter. It doesn't okay. matter what she <laughs> Before we move on, I want to wait. Hold on, worked for Terry Crews. What are you talking about? He got what? Terry Crews got his balls. Yo, but but do you think that's what made Terry Crews famous? No, Terry Crews was like dealing with that the whole way, dude. Get out of here with that, Sander. That's crazy. No, I think. Next. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, that is a whole different podcast, Rob. <laughs> Before we move on, I just want to take a quick break, give a shout out to our closing time podcast. And you already know Rocky Hill Accountants, our fave. We're out here. Rocky Hill Accountants offers a unique, low-pressure approach to professional and personal services, which is why they have an excellent client retention rate and are extremely proud of the high-quality services that their firm provides. The executive team at Rocky Hill Accountants has over 35 years of combined experience in income tax preparation, bookkeeping, accounting, and IT crypto tax. They specialize in individual income tax preparation, as well as trusts, estates, and gift tax returns. The tax deadline for individuals is May 17th. If you're one of the 50 million Americans who still hasn't filed, visit RockyHillAccountants.com. Love them. They're Wait, our real fave. quick, real quick, I called Sander out. He was he was joking. My bad, dude. I was <laughs> like, wait a minute. No, Sander's smart. What is he talking about, Terry Crews? Yeah, I mean, again, it's not to anybody's benefit, so. Yeah, Just literally nobody. You're good, Sander. I was lost anyways. I was just trying to keep the flow, so. Yeah. <laughs> Playing dumb. Um, but our next subject, I'm sure that everybody has been following along. I know that we haven't really talked about it much on this show, but the George Floyd trial um, today. The trial, George Floyd is not on, file, on trial. Okay, true. But I feel like I don't like even saying his name. Like, it's not about him. It's about this guy who got murdered in the street you know what i'm saying like it's not about this dummy head derek we hate him like i literally hate him and i don't like how everybody has made him like literally famous because honestly he's like a hero for like the people who support cops and stuff they're like we stand him and i do not i do not you know what i mean obviously well right i mean the defense wants this to be the george floyd trial i definitely worded that wrong for sure that's all good (laughs) <laughs> but we'll call um, this a teachable moment teachable moment for me but um i have been following it and i am a little bit confused especially when it came to the statements that came out today um the prosecution saying obviously um he was on his knee because he was not or he his knee was on his neck for so long nine minutes to be specific that we have uncovered through this it was not right but um 
it was clearly because of a power dynamic and because he was not going to let a bystander tell him what to do. There were 38 people, I believe, who had statements and who came forward. And it is clear as day, cut and dry, why this happened. It was such an ego thing for him. And I'm so glad that people finally can see this because honestly, I was getting really nervous because stuff just keeps getting brought up. If I hear one more thing about how he was on drugs, I feel like this was the only thing that I've heard that was in favor of George Floyd. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, let's be honest, too. Most of your interactions with the police, you're probably under the influence of alcohol or drugs. That's kind of how it works. Well, I just feel like, why are they even bringing that up? It's not like he would have just been walking down the street and then collapsed and died. That's not how this happens or that works at all, especially when you look at the traces of the substances that were in his body. There's no way that somebody of his size would just collapse and die from that. I hate to say this, too, but, and Sander just said it a minute ago in regards to Jake Paul, but, I mean, you're innocent until proven guilty now. Right. This is what. No, 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 Rob, stop. It's one of those situations where, I mean, we, we've all seen the evidence. It's pretty clear what he did in that it was wrong. And now it's a matter of, right, you have to get the technical conviction is what I mean to say. Mm-hmm. Right. I know a lot of people don't like that defense lawyer. He's not very good at, at being a lawyer anyway. But, you know, bottom line is somebody it's somebody's job to defend that guy. You're either paying a lawyer a big sum of money and getting a good lawyer, or you're getting a public defender who, again, it's his job to defend you. Mm -hmm. And you could tell the kind of lawyer he had, because I would assume a public defender, if he was smart, would have just explained basically why he thought what uh, Derek Chauvin did was within the constraints of being a policeman that that was within you know reasonable um that would have been the argument he should have made so bad i'm saying right but uh, again the idea that you were going to do that then try to impute george floyd drugs blah blah blah, right try to tear apart and then you want a third route where where this was my favorite when they blame the bystanders Mm. for not jumping in and so i guess my question for the class is are they saying if we see a police officer mistreating somebody that we should jump the cop now is right. that is that what i got out of this trial is this like when um, this trial that's what they're trying to say for this one right but is this like when after the last school shooting they were like if all the teachers had guns Jeez. then this is the best like that seems like so you got to remember, they only like to use the precedent when it benefits them, right? So, like, if, if the precedent came out that, like, Chauvin was not guilty, I'm not coming with that, it doesn't happen. But, like, they're going to be, they're going to use that as, like, the precedent now. Like, every cop's going to get off, right? But I think now Eric Nelson, the uh, defense attorney, he's, I think he understands that he can't, like, get this, like, he can't get him acquitted. And I'm not like a lawyer, so I'm not sure of like what a uh, what not mistrial, but when the a hung jury, jury. A hung jury, right? I'm not sure exactly what happens, but he's trying to shoot for a hung jury, or he's trying to shoot for that second degree manslaughter, because you know what I mean. 
and that's what he's doing. He's trying to sit there and say these weren't deliberate actions. This, you know, what I mean, he was using these tactics that he was supposed to use, even though everybody was saying like, no, this is not what we're supposed to be doing, right? This is not mm-hmm. even his own superiority was like, nah, this is not what we taught him, right? Um, so yeah, Nelson. I think he's a horrible. Yeah, I think he's a horrible defense attorney. I don't know where the hell they got him from, because um, he's not from the area. They flew his whole team out, you know, from you know to there. But anyways, like he he's shooting for the lesser of two evils, hoping that he can get one or two jurors to sit there and say, "Well, we technically can't say it was murder or intent mm-hmm. to kill. Sure. We can't say it was manslaughter because he had drugs." He had this. All you need is one. You need one to have a hung jury, if I'm not uh, incorrect. But that's what he's shooting for, the hung jury. And by saying these small things, you might be able to hint that one piece of doubt in a juror's mind that is predominantly white from that area. And there you go. Well, typically speaking, impugning the victim isn't a good way to go. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. historically is not gonna it's not gonna work out and again and then the suggestion that it was the crowd's fault that it happened either either you're saying he did his job right or he didn't right Right. that's what the argument to be made here is 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 what he did okay according to the minnesota police but then they said it's not and to be completely honest so, with so, you. But, but but so what does that leave for an argument? They're like, that's not what we taught. That's not allowed by us. So then what what uh, Derek Chauvin did was in a legal maneuver and he's on his own. And my even my understanding is is in the civil suit that'll surely come. Uh, he'll be liable for damages personally his his because it's a criminal act uh, that it, it won't apply. Hmm. So he's in. He's probably in some serious trouble, both oh, yeah. both uh, once he goes to prison and then whatever assets he has will be gone. So it'll be sad, but that's For what you who? Get. Him? Well, his family. Us. I mean, he does have a family. <laughs> and I mean, it's unfortunate. And I know we don't, nobody wants to think about them, but there are some they people who are, are equally as awful as him. Yeah, I don't Probably. know that I would make that assumption. I haven't I haven't necessarily heard a, a big supportive family on his end. Maybe they're embarrassed by what I again I don't wanna I don't wanna so, make any assumptions. I don't know the answer to that question. But I mean again, what he did not only impacted George Floyd, it impacted George Floyd's family and America and <laughs> a whole summer of protests. But again, there's somebody there's somebody on his end that's like, oh, God, my life's ruined, too. That's unfortunate for those people. His wife's life is ruined, even though I think that they divorced and, like, separated so they're able to pull the money so they didn't lose it all. I mm-hmm. do think that that's a ploy behind that. But at the same time, like, you're, you're right, though. Everybody does get affected. Um, yeah, we'll see. Um, the next thing that I did kind of want to talk about, um, and I... I'm kind of frustrated that the New York Times even like published this. They were talking about how this shop owner, his name is Mr. Patel, and apparently last year during the riots, he had so much damage to his store that he had to take out his retirement fund and he was still barely able to um, like reopen it. And now he is so scared because of 
um, you know, just like the city in general's $35 million in losses, apparently, due to damages from the riots. Um, I don't know how accurate that could be. 3500 or wait. $35 million. No, it's $350 million. I'm so sorry. I read it wrong. It's $350 million. $350 million in damages. I don't understand how that is even possible to do to because a city. That seems like misinformation to me. But apparently people are really scared for this trial to be over because they think that the same thing is going to happen. Do you think that this is misplaced fear or what? I would say that the, um, that that town, that's, that whole area is in for it. If, he, if there's a hung jury... Or he walks. If he walks, if there's a hung jury, and that could be the same thing, right? Like I said, I'm not a lawyer. I don't know. Well, with a, with think, a, just to be fair, with a hung jury, you can immediately uh, order a retrial and do it all over again. Okay. So, um, so yeah, from there, because even with the hung jury, right, you're going to be like, there's still some jury members that said no, right? Um, but in my mind, like, 350 million, we already know that everybody kind of inflated their numbers. It always happens. Insurance claims, if you think that those numbers are 100% legit, I got some ocean water. But that water seems like a hell of an inflation to me. $350 million. Victoria, welcome to the land of adulthood. Right? You're 19. <laughs> let, let, let's go through a little, I don't want to say taxi or like fraud. Let's go through like fraud one-on-one, right? So the purpose of insurance is, right, you'll find that a lot of businesses, things that happen, and then... Fire in the kitchen. Fire in the kitchen. We just ordered 10 MacBook Pros for all of our employees. Mm. Those got burnt up. This got... You know what I'm saying? So, like, I had all these antiques. I had mad cash. Come on. Everybody, they're winning. They're winning. And that's why I, that, that was the biggest thing. I was like, yo, if you have business insurance, it might go up a little bit, but you're going to be winning on the end. Mm-hmm. You need to have a good accountant, a good money man, good insurance company, understand your policy. And, hey, and if you don't, I guess that's on you. Important. Yeah. And, but even then, like, <laughs> I'm sorry, like, but and now there's a bunch of groups that are actually out there. So, like, um, black men are getting out there and they're organizing like cookouts instead of like making it like a big thing. And then they're even like providing security that are actually like helping and saying, Hey, we don't want to do this. We don't want to mess up our area. Let's be more proactive instead of being reactive. So now that's kind of turning. So I don't know how well that holds, you know what I mean? Between the anger and outrage, but at the same time, like, Right now, like, even right now, like, they, everything's boarded up. And it was pretty much straight the past couple of days. Yeah. So it's just like, I think the media is also hyping it, trying to, I don't want to say they're trying to stir the pot, but they're trying to keep action to it. Like, at this point, I wish the, I wish the judge was able to sit there and say, hey, there's no media coverage allowed until mm-hmm. that the jury's done. Like, you can't talk about it. No media outlet, no whatever. Let it be done. And if the jury had to sit there for 10 days and nobody, I bet you by four days, somebody would be like, all right, whatever. You know what I mean? In the sense of the public, they won't be harping on it so much. A lot of times the media just has to learn to include us. 
not to include us, but the mass media has to learn how to shut the fuck up. I'm sorry for that hard word. No, you're good. But like, I agree. But do you think that that has any, and I know that it's not supposed to, obviously, but do you think that that has any kind of like persuasion when it comes to the case? Is it being online and people like being able to have disputes and stuff like that as it goes on? And like as it progresses and stuff, or do you think that that does not make a difference when it comes to the result of the trial? Well, I mean, I think the court of public opinion is a good gauge of what you're going to find on a jury of people. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If you can get a sense of, I mean, if everybody like, oh, man, that's horrible. Then you're like, oh, okay. I think 12 reasonable people would come to that conclusion. If you've got the OJ Simpson trial and it's like, he didn't do it. He did do it. And it's 50-50. Well, you know, you could imagine your jury's probably going to take some convincing. You're going to definitely want to have the right people. So, again, to, to me, I don't think this could be any more clear cut. You saw the video. It was very difficult to watch. And then the police were like, we didn't teach him that. What is there to think about? You know what I mean? What's there mm -hmm. to think about? Now, as far as, you know, should the jury consider the reaction of the citizens in their decision-making? No. That's not how this works. You know, I think if uh, Casey Anthony is a great trial, I mean, 99% of people, I think, were certain she did it and apparently the 1% were all on her jury because mm -hmm. uh, that was insane. So, you know, it, it, it doesn't matter in the, in the grand scheme of things. I mean, again, that's why it's important that you have a really good lawyer and you take care of business and present a really good case. And I think that the, um, I think they did that. I think they did that in this trial. And again, I think I think Chauvin's. I don't think his lawyer really did a really good job. I don't think that he won anybody over. I don't think that at all. So, I would be, yeah. I mean, it's hard to have faith in the judicial system when it comes to something that people were literally writing about just last year, and that the police still generally uh, handle by brutalizing the crowd. Mm -hmm. Which I don't know, guys. That feels like, you know what I mean. If you got into a like a like an altercation with your wife, and uh, she was like, "Hey, look, bygones be bygones," and you grab her, you put her in a headlock, and you're like, "Come on, girl, let's." Probably the wrong way to move forward. So I think when people are protesting police brutality and you're shooting rubber bullets and gas. I think you're proving your point. I don't think that's a good idea. Go mm -hmm. out there and talk to people. Again, I think uh, you have to be like bootlicker 10 level. If you're looking at this thing and you're like, their job did his job. This guy's on drugs. Bam. Like, no. Sorry, Jesus bro. Who's, 
You know what I mean? Who's who's seen it that way? Well, you got to comply. Well, but we got 30 people who who really complied and still ended up dead. So how else did could he have complied? Like that's like my biggest thing too is they're sitting here being like bystanders, do something. When it's like what okay, first of all, what more did you want George Floyd to do? Like he literally was doing nothing. He had him completely restrained. He had this gigantic man. George Floyd was not small by any means and he had him restrained. And you want a bystander to come and do something and it's also like how is he resisting by any means your knee was on homie's neck i if i was it's hard to, like i've asked myself a couple times if i was there what would i have done you probably would have gotten shot i'm going to be and, and really that, honest that, yeah. with you you would have been george probably, and then yeah he would have been like dealing down on george we're like yeah you yeah, bam like, right exactly. that guy's done too period you know said like i would i would have had to been thinking like of creative way for me to just like knock him the hell out and then just lay down, just lay down, you know I mean? just Fucking, boom. I don't and know. Then just, but if it would have like, and even then, like in the thought of like me sacrificing myself, and this has been a struggle that I've been going through with like really lately, right? Like two two situations where like this week, I've seen two black guys pulled over, and I've pulled over on the side street just to make sure not yeah. engaging not doing anything but having eyes on because that's a trauma now i'm sorry like it's a trauma now so would i have been willing to sacrifice myself to maybe save this guy's life probably so and now even ever more so like and it sucks that it comes down to that because like a lot of people are scared to fight with the police because they have guns but in the same sense, if I see you're killing somebody, would I be wrong if I was armed and off that cop, put one right in his head because he's murdering somebody? Who's right? Who's wrong? Am I wrong because I'm not an officer? But if I had my, if I had somebody positioned, I was killing them. They would. Right, they'd shoot me. They shoot you know me. What? And I find it really crazy because if that happened to you, there wouldn't be a four, what is this, four or five week trial about it. It would be you're in jail, you killed an officer, and that's it. And that's it. Wait, Rob, but what if, too, we found out later on that that was like a serial rapist murderer? And you're like, oh, dude, my bad. I didn't know. I shot the cop. Are we good? And they're like, yeah, yeah well, you made a mistake. You know, you got your whole life ahead of you. Like, what? It only it doesn't work out that way for it. those people. Now, don't no, I'm 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 being a little facetious here, but again, I mean that's sort of like the mindset. Mm -hmm. You know, we have a we have a gun violence problem in this country. Yes. I think I think it's time that we collectively as a group admit that. I'm not trying to take your guns away. I'm just saying I think it, put it to you like this: if you think there's a crisis at the border. But you don't think there's a gun crisis in this country? You're full of shit. You're full of shit. And you, I'm you, tell you, you couldn't, because here's the thing, and I would say this to most people who live anywhere north of Texas hmm. uh, and Arizona. If you don't live in those two states, shut the fuck up. Mind your business. <laughs> that does. That's not even an issue that's honestly affecting your life. You know what one is though? There's a lot of guns. Too many guns. Too many people getting shot by guns. Oh my. Yeah. And so, you gotta 
gotta we gotta get that on lockdown. And and so here's the other thing though, back to this case. There there shouldn't be a reason why murder is a bipartisan issue. Mm-hmm. The police can't murder people. All lives matter. Oh, I, That's I, a I, true I, statement. And oh, if you honestly, in your heart of heart, oh, if you in your heart of heart <laughs> believe that all lives matter, you shouldn't be okay with the police killing black people or yeah. all those white people. There's the flip. You shouldn't. No, but I'm saying, right? No, it's good. Again, no, it's a good flip. That's just, good, it's a good just flip. having some fun that here. But let's be honest. If you really, you look, the, the cops, it's a tough job, and we should all like and respect cops, but we can't. <laughs> they make it really hard. Yeah. I know most of the police officers I know are really good dudes, and I know them because I, I, I know them through charity work that we do, and those are the good ones. To well, you. we talk about um, to you the, the rotten apples, but there's man, how many rotten apples are there? It, it's it was just like after Obama got elected, I thought Rob mm-hmm. hate to say this, I'll fess up. I thought racism was over. That's we really what it. you thought. That's we really did what it. you thought. Black president. Yeah. That's amazing. America should be proud of itself. And John I thought Mc- I was getting a Cadillac Escalade. John McCain gave a great speech. Talked about, hey, look, this guy's good for America. This guy loves America as much as I do. And I thought, oh, and I love John McCain. And I was like, bottoms up to Barack Obama. Like, we've done it, America. Yeah. Felt good. And then you went to Florida, and in the gift shop, there was a KKK Barack Obama bobblehead. No, listen, I knew knew there were still racists. I did. I didn't know how many. Again, I thought, there's some racist bad apples. No. There's a lot, a lot of racist bad apples. I didn't expect that either. A real lot of them. And so, yeah, again, as as a country... Uh, just earlier today, in a New York Yankees chat, some guy said that um, all liberals should be exterminated from politics. I don't like the word exterminated. <laughs> exterminated generally sounds like murdering, but Mark Zuckerberg didn't have a problem with that statement. Um, yeah. No, listen, I do. I love it I'm going to say honest. I mean, I do. I know a lot of really good cops. They're really good dudes. They, they, you, they put in a lot of time. No, 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 no. Well, I mean, none of them are on on the news for killing people. So I know that yeah, they're that generally good guys. But again, not... I've been saying for a long time, and I talk to my friends that are cops, and they hate talking about this stuff, and they'll never come on this show to talk about it. And I don't blame them. Well, maybe they should. But I'm in maybe media. But I'm in media, and we get accused of bullshit all the time. But I still come out every week, and I speak my mind, and I defend our position because we're right, and we're not out there doing the wrong thing. And when there's a journalist or there's a section of right or left-wing media spewing bullshit, I'll be the first person to call that out because I don't like that because it demeans what I do. And it lessens the credibility of what I do is some jerk off like Ben Shapiro is talking out his ass. It doesn't help anybody. Okay. So I like to spit it straight. The police don't want to do that. They don't want to play the game. They don't think they're supposed to. And it's, I don't know if they've noticed, but it's a failing method. 
Yeah. When I was a kid, dude, we like loved and respected cops. Cop shows were cool, and now you're rooting for the bad guys. Right. I think it's you guys are just finally seeing what we've been seeing our whole life. Like, <sighs> thank God that there's cameras and YouTube and Instagram Live. And I think that's what, like, not think, I know. This has been going on forever. Much it has finally than we've just been, been yeah, I didn't publicized. Know that. Like, boom, 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 boom. And y'all can actually see it. Like, holy sh, this. Well, dude, as I said, I mean, I've been been watching this stuff on TV now since 1992 in absolute astonishment. You know, I told you in uh, when was Trayvon? 12, 2012 or 14, Mm. 12 or 14. Mm. Which year was it? Anybody remember? All right. So 12. Uh, Rippy Patton, who I think commented last week. I called Rippy up. I know Rippy. Middle-class white guy, he's educated, has a good job. And I was like, if anybody could tell me about being black in America, it's my man, Rippy. And I said, Rippy, you got a nice car. You got own, you own a home, you know, a dad, good dude, involved in the community. He was like, you wouldn't believe the <laughs> horror stories. And I was like, really, dude, you? And he was like, oh, it's all of us. I didn't know that. Always. I've never guessed. I I thought this is what I grew up to think, Rob. If if you're a black person and you act right, everything's fine. That's what I believe. <laughs> that you thought if you're a black don't, person and you act right. If you well, don't go around, like, what's acting right? If you don't go around, exactly wrong. Tell you what, what this is, is what I learned. Right? I grew up in America. People, be be mad at my education system. Don't be mad at me. If uh, you pull your sure. if you pull your pants up, take them dreads out. Take the Act white. Mm-hmm. Everything will be fine. White. That's what I was told as a kid from nice. the adults that if these guys got their shit together, they'd be fine. <laughs> I respect honesty. But, but then I would see the guys that did have their shit together mm-hmm. still getting harassed by the same cops. And you're like, but what? Well, yeah, you got to comply. I think he did. I, I mean, how much more can you comply? He's on his belly, not moving. Why are they kicking him? Um, you know, I had a buddy who uh, had gotten into some trouble, was on probation. I got him a job. I helped him get a job. Super excited for him. His boss was like, this guy's amazing. Great worker. Great dude. Black kid, right? Um he he uh, runs out real quick one day during his lunch break to go grab a drink. The cops pulled him over. They searched his whole car. Mm. Couldn't find a thing. They went through his bags, book bag, whatever. They go into his gym bag. They're taking his dirty gym clothes out. Like, dude, there's nothing here. Mm-hmm. They find an empty nickel bag at the bottom. Stuffed with ste- with seeds and stems. And they got it. It's all you need, bro. You're wow. on probation. Jail. Are you serious? Break to jail. Yep. And uh, he wow. finally got out of jail a few days later. He came to work. He was like, hey, I'm really sorry. I got arrested. And they were like, yeah, but sucks. But three days, no call, no show. You're fired. <gasps> oh, my God. And Meanwhile... I'm so so. Uh, meanwhile, literally, I got pulled over, and I'm literally exposing my whole life right now. But at this point, I don't even care. I feel like this needs to be said. I got pulled over like two weeks ago, and my okay, that I literally smelled like y'all was wondering where the skunk from Looney Tunes went. He was riding with me. You know what so I'm he's saying? He's riding shotgun. <laughs> yeah. So I, 
it was so bad. I unrolled the car and it was like a haze. It was literally me and Snoop Dogg were in the car together. It was it was insane. And he literally looked at me and he said, "Have you been smoking in here?" And I said, "Yes." And then he let me go. He let me go. I know jail for Victoria. Here I am sitting here Victoria. on my podcast talking about it. I'm still not going to get any recommendation. Victoria, I'm not going to share all my crime stories on here, but Rob Rob knows all of them. I mean, I've certainly been in multiple situations where I simply pulled out my white card. And I was like, officer, I need to finish this joint and I really got to get moving. And he's like, yeah, no, I don't want to hold you up, sir. Very respectful, back and forth. It was a good exchange. No, I get it. And look, it it, it took me, um, again, I watched Fox News for a long time. You watch the news, you believe what you're hearing is true. I also thought Bernie Williams, uh, Bernie Williams, Bernie Sanders was uh, a crazy communist. And then you know what I did? I watched the Bernie Sanders speech. I didn't watch... I didn't watch Brett Bear tell me what he said. You and he says that Bernie Williams is crazy, watched, but Sanders, Bernie he Sanders knows what's talking. And about. I was like, this guy's fucking yeah. amazing. What? Not too shabby. Wait, what? Yeah. This guy's like, I, I, I was like, I like everything he said. What is his thing? He's like a what socialist liberal? I want to be that then. Yeah. Who is this guy? Like standing up for like the middle class and the poor of America. Why is this guy considered literally by both sides to be like the Looney Tune of the group? Mm-hmm. And he's the guy that's like, this country's um, got billions of dollars. Why don't we give it to the people so we're better? <laughs> and there's a whole bunch of people like, no, that's a terrible no! idea. Educate people and give them jobs and health care. Fuck them. They don't deserve it. Okay. What? <laughs> Are you people insane? You you want to give tax breaks to Amazon and ExxonMobil? Really? Like, Verizon. Is... It's not even a and company want... anymore. And you and you want the police to murder in, like innocent yeah. civilians. Yet you cling to your guns just in case that authority that you're <laughs> Allowing increasingly to murder citizens for no reason comes and takes it. Like you people are morons. People literally are like, must have gun because the purge. What if the purge is real? Right. But so here's what I've learned over the years, Victoria. Here's what I've learned over the years, right? You taught something, you learn it, you look around and you're like, this shit don't jive with what I learned. Yeah, this is I I hear I'm hearing one thing, and all around me I'm seeing and I'm hearing different things. And you know, you you ask, you know, again, why are we doing a podcast with like a 45 year old white guy, a 35 year old <laughs> black guy, and a 20 year old white girl? I mean, it's about getting perspectives. It's about understanding yeah. things. So it's like somebody uh, who I don't know who said uh, the idea of all lives matter should be looked at the way Joe said it. Yes. I mean, we we. But people do not mean that when they we say have it. To, and that's like, what must be understood. The, take that look away. Look at the big picture here. Just look at the big picture here. If you if you're like a um, uh, make America great again person, and you don't mean it to like get rid of the blacks and the women and the other like undesirables. If you don't mean that, 
if you i'm just joking victoria if you legit mean you want to make america great again well why wouldn't you want an education system that everybody can get at because that's why not what they mean why wouldn't you want women to be compensated the same as men why wouldn't you want health care as a right for every american citizen living in the greatest country in the history of the world why why would you be against all those things that would make America great, that would make the people of America great? Because we're not in any particular field the greatest at anything or even close to it. I've always asked that, like, what is great about America, right? Everybody says, make America great. There's one thing. When there's was one, it great? The only thing that's great about this country is the idea of it. The freedoms of... The freedom. idea that all men are created equal and that there's no royalty or religion that has any sway over us. We are the only country in the entire world with a constitution that separates church and state. The only one. And again, the only one that literally guarantees equality for everybody. We know in practice it's not there. We know it. But again, Victoria, on paper... It's the best one. I want my money if, back. If you really, Thanks. if you really believe what you're saying, those are the things that you should want to fix. And I can't for the life of me understand how these people hijack patriotism and even the concept of making America anything. Because if you're not in it for everybody, and when I say not in it for everybody, it doesn't mean, well, if they agree with me, they no how it works great or good if you don't want to wear a mask or get a vaccine you're the wrong person you're exactly who i'm talking to it's a greater good nobody gives a shit about your rights just like they don't care about your feelings there was a meme going around because <laughs> joe biden said that no amendments absolute I mean, by definition, morons, amendments. You know what amendments are? They weren't in fucking included in the fucking first place. <laughs> the guys that wrote the Constitution didn't think you ha should have any rights. It didn't even occur to them. Uh-huh, they were like, they no. They wrote the whole thing. They were like, what's your right? What is he? Thomas Jefferson goes, give the people, like, I don't know, 10 rights. What can they do? You know, and give them guns. They're going to want guns. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Electoral college was put into place because they didn't want us, any of us, to select a president. That was going to be what they did. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so, when you're defending the electoral college, you're simply you're simply protecting the elite of America to continue dictating who our leaders are. That's all you're doing. Like you're literally a Hamilton or something. Boot liquor. Stop that shit. It's just really not that hard. Like, once again, all you have to do, um, literally just watch Hamilton. It's so easy. Like, it's literally that easy. I Figure hate it to out. say it. I hate <laughs> to yield that to you, but there's a lot of truth to it. Well-done story, boy, I'll tell you. <laughs> there's just so many options. <laughs> Anyways, I'm just going to wrap it up. Thank you guys so much for watching. You can head on over to Rob's show. I'll pitch it while Charlie. Right after that. I'm not sure what that was, but you know. Um, you can find our other episodes on iTunes, slash divided we stand, www slash 
Global Crest Media, I'm sure you can figure it out. Slash Divided We Stand. We're also on Facebook, YouTube, the whole shebang. Who's been Find slip, us. Slip, who's been slipping? Who's been sipping on the white claws there, Victoria? <laughs> Jeez. Not me at all. Okay. Bye. Cheers. <laughs>